Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chof Tes, number 29 in Yuma. <clears throat> Again, we learned for a first learn for uh, the young boy Yosef Azriel ben Chaya Michal, who was injured in Niron. Uh, <clears throat> we're on the, th- uh, we left off at the sixth line on daf Chof Tes. Omar Babu, my time at Rebbe. Rebbe said on yesterday's daf, near the end of the page, Rebbe said that, um, what's the reason? Uh, Rebbe says that the, uh, rising column of the sun is split, whereas opposed to the moon is straight up, goes to, goes vertically like a stick, that is split. Now you see that, in everybody sees that, but the Gemara brings a proof from a Pesach. To the conductor, on the morning, uh, the morning star, or the, uh, the gazelle of the morning. What do we mean by that? So first of all, what do you need a Pusik for, right? That's what do you need a Pusik for? Something that's obvious. Why does Rebbe even have to tell us that? So he brings down that several times, you find many times in Shas, that even though something is obvious, we still bring a Pusik for it. For example, Pusik is Bubble is, in, is the nor- north of Eretz Israel. How do we know? Because the Pusik of the meets Tiftach Well, you know, it's obvious. It's just like geography. Sometimes we bring a Pusik for it anyway. The Sfasema says that. The question is, what is Rebbe teaching us? If it's obvious what the sun does through the, its rays, they get split up. So he's telling us, we're trying to explain the Pusik. In other words, not that we need a Pusik bringing a proof to what Rebbe said. Rebbe's memra was to bring a proof to the Pusik. Pusik is al shachar. What is the connection here? This is a, a, a beginning of the parak in Tilim. And it talks about al shachar. What is it referring to? So the Gemara Megillah says it's referring really to Esther, well, David was way before Esther. Esther came much later on. But David Baruch HaKodesh said this bracha about, about Esther, who said, Keli Keli Lama Zaftani, Lama Shachar, goes on to say, Keli Keli Lama Zaftani, that Esther, so to speak, said that tefillah. Why did David say it? David felt a connection because David saw, David had a connection to that future event because he refrained from uh, since he refrained from taking the kama on Shimi Ben Gera, who had who had cursed him and it was deservant of death, but Shimi, but he knew that eventually Mordechai and Esther were going to come from Shimi and they were going to be the saviors of Israel. So therefore, he said this special tefillah, and that's why he didn't take the kama on on Shimi. So it says, "What is what is the shachar? The the hind, the the gazelle, the deer of the morning. What does he mean by that?" So it's a strange lotion. It says, it's just like a deer has its uh, its horn, its antlers, its horns uh, spread out in all directions. In the morning also, the sunlight, this rays go in all directions. So Ivashi says, even though the ayala, the female deer, doesn't have the antlers, it's the male, but, you know, we're not being that careful. It means an ayo, an ayo also, right? It means that the uh, even a deer... A tzvi, uh, also, which has the antlers, they spread in all directions. And that's how the shachar is. And that's what he's explaining to Pesach. The shachar goes in all directions, just like the ayala, just like the antlers of the, of the uh, deer. Amr of why this Pesach, as we said, is referring to Esther Amalka. Why is she compared to an ayala? Just like an ayala, a gazelle. Rachmat Sar, she has a narrow wimba, Chaviva al Therefore, she's very desirable to her husband. 
right? Or her mate, Kol every day, Kishavishon. And since she's narrow, her wound, her womb is narrow. She's like Absula each and every time, and therefore she's chaviv to her to her mate. Avester Haisa chaviv alchashverosh Kol Shavishon She was always endeared to alchashverosh as if it was their first time. So that's why Esther is compared to the Ayala. Amravasi, another draw. Shalom and Imshal Esther Shachar. Why is she compared to the morning? It's Ayala's Hashachar of the morning. Lomelacha. Mashachar Sofkalah. Just like the morning is the end of the entire night. Af Esther Sofkalah Nisim. Esther is also the end of all the Nisim that happened to our ancestors. Ayavoika Chanukah. The Nase of Chanukah happened after the Nase of Purim. It says, We're talking about ones that are written. That are uh, that are um, given over to writing. In other words, it's not like Tarshavapel, which is not supposed to be write, written. But Esther is the last of the Sifrei Hakodesh, so to speak. The Book of Esther is the last of the Sifrei Hakodesh. That's if you find if you hold that Esther is a Sefer Hakodesh, meaning it's metame your hands, etc., that it's considered a Sefer Hakodesh. It wasn't supposed to be written. It's not like we hold we hold that it is a Sefer, etc. It's got to be read, and you can't miss any words, etc. But Elamandam Esther, let me look up Michael and Amber. What's up, shot? How are you going to explain this? Says He's going to darshan it like a different, a different drush that Benyamin by Yefes said in Amr of Lazar, said in the name of Lazar. Amr of Benyamin by Yefes, Amr of Lazar. Lomanim Shethi Lassen Shot Sadikim. Shachar is a lotion of davening, like Shachar's that we daven in the morning. We call it Shachar. Ta'ay Shachar Lashen Fila Rashi says, Darsh like Kamo, Kamo Ruchi Bekirbi Ashacharecha. So, uh, my spirit in in my Ashacharach, I will pray to you. Shachar is a lesson of praying. Why is the tefillah Shacharis means davening compared to ayelet compared to this kind of an animal? Just as she grows, as the animal grows or the deer grows, its horns, its antlers spread out. Tzadikim kozman shemarmet feels more as long as they daven and they increase their their prayers, tefilas nishmas, their their tefilas uh, are heard. The more they daven, the tfil, their tefilas are heard. That's the comparison between Ayelas and Shachar and Esther. Or if you don't hold of it's Esther, so you hold at least it's the tefilas of the tzaddikim. Now let's go back to the mission we saw yesterday. We said the Mishnah that the appointed one, the skan, told, go out and see if it's morning time. He went out, to the, the checker went out, and he said, yeah, is it, is it light? Yeah, it's all the way in Hebron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's light. Why did they need that? The Gemara says, the mission says, why did they have to go and check? Because it happened once that there was a mistake, that they mixed it up with the moonlight, and they shechted the carbon tarbid too early, and if you shech, it's got to be shechted during the day, not at night, and if, and therefore it was possible, and they had to burn it. Okay. Then the mission ends off, Haridu Karangadal, the base Tfila, they took the Karangadal down to the base Tfila to begin his day, right? To begin his day and uh, do the avoda. And then, okay, that's that's the next line. Haridu Karangadal, Now, the assumption over here is, is that the Haridu Karangadal, the the third and fourth line from the end of the Mishnah on yesterday's Amad Aleph, is a continuation of that story. They, they shechted the Karangadal too early, and they took it out, therefore they had to burn it, and then they took the Karangadal down to Beis Tfila. What's going on over here? Says the Gemara Amos, when are we speaking about this story that they, that they took the coin gadol down to the mikveh after they, is it, are we speaking about after they, uh, they shechted the carbon tamid too early and they burned it and then they took him down? Amos, when are we speaking about it? If, if, if this incident took place where they shechted the carbon tamid too early because they mixed it up with the sunlight with the moonlight, 
If we're talking about any other idea, Losagi, Lof Kohen Gadol, why are we talking about the Kohen Gadol? Could have been any Kohen. Kohen Gadol does all the Avoda on Yom Kippur, but any other day of the year, yes, if he chooses to, he can, but he doesn't have to. So what's going on over here? What do we mean by that, that uh, uh, it's, it, the, the Kohen Gadol, um, uh, they, they took him down to the mikveh after the uh, Talmud was mistakenly uh, slaughtered too early. Why does it have to be Kohen Gadol? Why does it have to be Kohen Gadol? There is no moonlight at that, at that ta- time of the month. If it was one of the other days of the year, Rashi explains, when near the end of the month, right, the end of the month when the moon begins to get, to get enlarged, it's like a new moon, it get, starts getting enlarged. We can understand it gives off a certain moonlight that could be confused with that of the sun. But if we're speaking about, right, one of the months, the end of one of Rashi says, one of the, the end of one of the months where the where the where the moon begins to shine a lot, and it can be confused with the with the daylight of the sun. Uh, but if we're speaking about on Yom Kippur, which is the tenth of the month, right, we don't have moonlight at that day, at, at that the tenth of the month doesn't have a moonlight that can be confused with it. Mika. So how could you say that? Oh, uh, after they burnt the after they shechted the carbon tumah too early, they burnt in the ba- in the base of Shreifa, and then the coin gadol went down to, him, to the, went down to the mikvah. What's the coin gadol doing over here? If it was on Yom Kippur, if it was on Yom Kippur, If it wasn't on Yom Kippur, what do you need the coin gadol for? And if it was on Yom Kippur, it's unlikely that the moonlight would be confused with the daylight. This is Hachikomer. It's a separate story. You have to put a comma or a semicolon or even a period in the Meaning, that's the end of the story. The story was, why did they, the, they ask the guy to go look and check to make sure that it's light? You know why? Because one time they got, they confused the moonlight with the sunlight and they shechted it too early and they had to burn it. Period. Period. Then, on a regular, on a regular Yom Kippur, when they called and they said, yes, it's light outside, the Kohen Gadol has to get ready, he has to do all the Avodah, I'll redo Kohen Gadol on Beis field. In other words, when they took the Kohen Gadol on Beis field, as it says in the Mishnah, we're not talking about, it's not a continuation of the story about the Tumma that was burned too early. Those are two separate incidents. When the Tumma was burned too early, that could have been any other day of the year when the moonlight got confused with the sunlight. They confused it. Then, now we're talking about going back to, to, to Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, once it was daylight and it was time to Shech the carbon Talmud, they took the coin gadol down to the base of the field. Tani Abu Avin, we're going to remember his name because we're going to refer to it again. Tani Abu Avin, the father of Avin learned the following thing. Lozu Bilvar Omru, not only the carbon Talmud that was shechted too early at night is puzzle and has to be burnt. El Af Malikas Of, also, also the Malik of an Of, as we've learned, Malik of an Of is slaughtering of a, car, a carbon. Uh, that's a bird. If you have a bird carbon, which is Torin or Beneona, and it's either a, um, it's either an Ola or a Chatos, but it's done with Malika, not with regular Shechita, with a knife from the front of the neck, but rather from the nape of the neck, a Kohen must do it, Malika, with his, with his thumbnail. And it's only by a Kohen, not like a, a, regular, a regular carbon can be shechted by any other Jew. Doesn't have to be a Kohen, but Malika can only be done by a Kohen. And then Malika Sa'of, also if it's done too early, because it also has to be done during the day, and if it's done too early, also is, uh, te- is possible and it's got to be taken by Sisrefa. So Malika Sa'of and Kmitzas Mincha, taking a handful of Mincha. A handful of the Mincha of a flower offering is the equivalent of Malika or Shechita. 
So those things also, Balaylif, they were done at night, Tisarif, because it's learned out just like Shkit has to be done only during the day, by Yom. Shkit, the Mikasof, and Kavit has also be done only during the day, not at night. So the Gemara says, okay, listen. I understand if you did Malika too early, well, the bird's dead. Nothing you could do about that now. It's gone. It's got to be burnt. Elakomates, but the Kamitsa, what is Kamitsa? You take the flour, different kinds of flour offerings, but basically you take the flour, you take a handful, put that in a klisharis, that's the equivalent of shechita, put that in a klisharis, that's like the Kabbalah, you take it to the Mizbech, then you take that handful out of the klisharis and you put it on the Mizbech, just like you zorik the dam, just like you sprinkle the dam on the Mizbech for the Kapara, you, put the, you burn the, uh, the handful on the Mizbech. So over here, the question is by the, why do you say that if you did the Mincha at night too early, uh, it's it's got to be taken by Sashrefa. Why don't you just redo it? What you call in, what the New Yorkers call a do-over, right? You do a, a let's, let's have a do-over, right? Uh, why don't you just take the flour and put it back in the original, the original bowl and start over again? What's your problem? So that's what he says, Elamaydav, Elakomets, Ned Nahadra, let's put the Komets back in the original bowl, then the header, and then repeat the process. Vinikbatsan, do the Kamitsa again. Be your mom in the day. What's your problem? Why do you say, if you, okay, I understand. If you do it at night, it's no good. So redo it. Take, put it back and start all over again. It's not a bird. It's not an animal. It's not dead. Hutani Labu Armor, the one who asked the Kasha, who explained this Brisa, and asked this Kasha, he himself gives the answer. Hutani Labu Armor explains. Klisharis Mekachin. You know what? Once you put it in the klisharis, once you take the, carb, the, the mincha, you take that, that handful, and you put it in the klisharis, it's kadosh, it's holy. You can't put it back now. Once you put it in the, in the klisharis, it is now holy, and what's left over in there is called the shirayim, which can be eaten by kohanim, if it's a, if it's a mincha, not of that a kohen himself brings, if it's of Yisrael, the kohen, the kohanim get to eat the shirayim. It's kohen, the kohanim eat it, not the Yisrael, because mincha is like, is like a chatas or oshim, which is kosher, kosher, only eaten by kohanim. So, even if it's at the wrong time and the carbon is no good, it's really puzzle because you didn't bring it at the right time, but it's, it makes it holy in the sense that what's left over is the shirayim and you can't go back. And therefore, it's makadashit. And what, in what sense is makadashit? We'll see in a minute what's makadashit. Then it's holy. It could become puzzle now in many ways. But the, 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 as we'll see in a minute that I feel shalabismano, meaning even though you did it at the wrong time, it sanctified it. The klisharis that you put it in, the, the holy uh, vessel, uh, the, the service vessel you put it in, made it sanctified. And you can't go back now. It's no longer like putting it back into the original bowl like it would be. Rashi calls it like tevo of, of crops. And you take truma out, it becomes, you, take, you take the truma out of the uh, tevo, and now the tevo is no longer tevo once you take truma zemaisras out. So the same way, once you've taken this out and you've ho- sanctified the comets, what's left over is shirayim. You can't turn, you can't turn it back into tevo and start all over again because it's been sanctified in the rest of shirayim. Meisvei. Zeaklal, yeah, listen to this. Any, anything which is normally brought during the day, which is to be brought during the day, Rashi tells us what are those things, what's brought during the day, like a mincha, levona, uh, spices, dam, has to be sprinkled day, ketores has to be burnt during the day, smoked. Can only be sanctified during the day. Anything which can be brought at night, which is like minchas nesachim, which can be brought, the minchasam, the libations that accompany the, uh, the ola, and the shlamim uh, offerings, uh, they can be brought even at night. So, kolakar balayla kadosh, 
Skip the next seven words. It's a full line. Kadosh bein biyom, bein belayla. Right? Kalakara belayla, kadosh bein biyom. It's actually eight words, really. Kadosh bein biyom, bein belayla. Right? There, kadosh either way. So what do you see over here? Minchas and Sachem can be brought day or night. Okay, they, that could be brought at night. can be sanctified day and night. But something that's brought during the day can only be sanctified during the day. The first words are, Kalakar biyom, Kaddish biyom. What does that mean? Tanimi is Kalakar biyom, Kaddish biyom. Bayom and Belaylo, only during the day. You just said that even if you did it at night, it's still Kadosh, right? You sanctified it, you can't go back. Here we see that only that something that's supposed to be brought during the day, like a Mincha, can only be sanctified during the day, not at night. Maybe this is what it means. It's not kadosh. It's not sanctified in the sense that it's kosher and you could be makravit. You can offer it on the mizbeach of a apostle, but it's sanctified in the sense that it could become apostle. How would it become apostle? It's sanctified in the sense that if a tummy person touches it, it's tummy. It's sanctified in the sense that um, if uh, it stayed overnight, stayed overnight, it's apostle. Lina. What is lina? If you have a carbon. Except for Shlomim and um, and uh, uh, let's say uh, a miser and uh, bechor, which are good for two days and a night. Most kabbalas are only good for one day and a night. The, when when the time is over, it's nosar, it's lean, it stayed overnight. So here too, this becomes possible with lena, meaning if you did it at night, right? So it's possible. What's the I? You said it's kadosh. It's Kadosh, so what's going on over here? You can't go back because you sanctified already. But we just said before, we just said in this Brisa, Kalakar Biyom Kadosh Biyom. If it's sort of, if it's brought, brought at night, it's not Kadosh. The answer is it is Kadosh. It's not Kadosh that it's kosher, but it's Kadosh in the sense that it can become puzzle by somebody, Tomei, being touching it, or puzzle, uh, as we say, um, if a person who is Tomei in any sense, either it's full Yom or Mechusik he touches it, eats Tomei, or Belina if it stayed overnight. So over here also, meaning, so over here also we're saying that you brought it at night, right? So daybreak, puzzled it. So when you took the comets, which you're supposed to bring during the day of the Mincha, and you did it at night, so and you put it in the Klisharis, it was Maktashit, no, it's not kosher. You can't put it. You can't burn it on the mizbeach now. But it's kosher in the sense that it's holy, so that when the morning, when the dawn came, it became possibleina. It's it's like uh, no sir, it's no good now. That's what he means. That dilma ena kadosh likar puzzle. So we're saying there's two stages. There's kadosh where kadosh that you could be makravit that it's totally kosher, and it's kadosh that it's holy in the sense that it can become puzzle even though you can't bring it. So again, we our point is that if you brought a carbon mincha at night, you did the kmitz at night, it's puzzle. It's kadosh, it's holy, and it has to be burnt in the base of Shreifa, and it becomes and it becomes pasulbalina when in the, when the morning hits. Masa Rav Zera, now we have a kash on this. Sidos alechem. We know that the lechem upon him is supposed to be placed there every Shabbos, right? Shabbos they take off the old ones which are still fresh, as we learn miraculously, and they give it, they distribute it to the kohanim. The kohen gadol gets it can, can take half if he wants uh, if he wants to, but they distribute it among the kohanim. And they put the new lechems there with the shnei bazicha levona, with the two cups of frankincense. And then the following Shabbos, the frankincense are burnt on the mizbeach. That's like the comets. It's like the handfuls. They're burnt. And that's matzah, the 12 breads to be eaten the following week. But they have to be placed there on Shabbos. Let's say you didn't place the breads there on Shabbos. Sidos alechem vesa bazicha achro Shabbos. Saturday night or Sunday, you put the, you put the lechem there. Behiktor sa bazicha Shabbos. And then you were mocked to the bazicha in the following Shabbos. But... It's no good because the lechem has to be there a whole week. The rule of the lechem upon him is it's got to be there from Shabbos to Shabbos. Here you placed it there on Sunday or on Saturday night, 
when it got to the next week, you were mocked to the mezichim, but that's, you didn't, it's no good, you can't eat the lechem. So Argomar says psula, but Rashi brings down that, uh, Rashi, he tells us from, from Rashi Yashin, he brings down that, that he doesn't hold this puzzle. Why? Because there's a way out of it. In other words, the girsa is, takes out the word psula, and then he goes on, what should you do? What should you do? I'll leave it for the following week. In other words, you can't eat these breads. You can't eat these breads. You can't, the, the, it's a, it's a, uh, the lechem bottom is a kind of a mincha, but you can't eat them because they weren't there for the whole week. So what do you do? Leave them for the following Shabbos. So now they're there, uh, let's say, 13 days, not 14 days, they were there 13 days. Shafilu amdal shochen yamar, even if they're a long time, em kachlum, it's nothing. Because if you didn't place them there on Shabbos, they're just, they're just, it's like it was done, as we'll see later on, it's like it was just put there, like they landed there by themselves. You didn't do anything. She em kachlum. Wait a minute, what do you mean em kachlum? So you just said that you just said that if something was placed there at the wrong time, like at night, like the carbon minchi did the comets at night, so what do you do? It's puzzle, right? Ah, you say is it kadosh? You can't go back. No, it's kadosh. It's kadosh. You can't go back. It's already kadosh. So if it's kadosh, we said before that no, if you did it at the wrong time, it's not kadosh. Oh, it's not kadosh that it's kosher and you could put it on the mizbeach. But it's, it, but it's kadosh that it could become puzzle. So here also, if you put the lechem panim there at the long, wrong day on Sunday instead of on Shabbos, granted you can't eat it next Shabbos, but why do you say you could just leave it for the following week and start all over again? It should be puzzle. You put it on the table there the wrong day, and it should be puzzle. Tikadosh viti puzzle. Amarava, Rava says, that's a good kasha. Mandakamosif, Shabbakamosif, that's a good kasha. If we just said, if you put it at the wrong time, it's kadush and it's puzzle, so, so why isn't this puzzle in case of lechem upon him? It's a good kasha. Vavuad Ravavan, remember Vavuad Ravavan, the father of Ravavan, he was the one who said this whole thing. He said that not only is a carbon, an animal which is shechted at the wrong time at night, puzzle and you got to burn it, and you take the basis rafe, it's puzzle, but also a bird and also mincha. So he said, it's puzzle. What do you mean? By the lechem upon him, we see over here that it's kosher. Just leave it for the following week. So one week, they don't get to eat any lechem upon him. Leave it for the following week. He wasn't saying it on his own. He was quoting a brysa. If Avur, the father of Rabbi, would have said it on his own, so he said, okay, he's upgeshluk. He's mufrach. He's been refuted from this brysa. But these, he was quoting a brysa also. What's the pshat? I'll tell you the pshat. Laila in Mechusrazman, Yom Mechusrazman. Here's the problem. If you did it at night, you're supposed to do wait for the carbon, whether it's an animal, a bird, or a mincha till the day. But you did it at night, you did it too early. That's not considered Mechusrazman, it's not considered early. It's just the wrong time of the day, but it's not too early. Since it's not too early, you're Makdashit. It is considered holy, but you've, bur- you've ruined it. It's puzzle, so you've got to get rid of it, burn it, and you're going to destroy it. Let's call the word burning, destroying. You destroy it. You don't mock it on the Mizbeach. Lila is not Mechusr's man. It's just too, it's just not the right time of day. You didn't fulfill the mitzvah properly. Therefore, it's puzzle. Lila and Mechusr's man. Yom Mechusr's man. But if it's a day early, not, you see, because a day, the day is really part of, follows the night, right? Night, Vayer, Vayokar, Machad. So if you did it too early, you did it at night before dawn, it's the right day, but you didn't do it in daytime, so it's possible, but it's the right day. Therefore, it was sanctified. But if you did it a day or two before, well, it's not even sanctified. That's Mechusrasman. It's the wrong time. It didn't, you didn't do anything. So Lila is not Mechusrasman, but it's possible because you didn't do it the right time of day. But Yom is Mechusrasman. And over here, 
in the case where you put it up on Sunday, what have you effectively done? You've done it six days too early, right? Because you can only, you got to put it on Shabbos, right? If you, if you can't, Sunday doesn't do it. Sunday's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you got to put it up on Shabbos. So that's Muchus Rizman. Uh, you say it's, it's, it's late for yesterday. Well, yesterday's gone, right? Sanech de Ketugas, we say in Yiddish, right? That yesterday is gone. Can't do anything about that, but now you can put it up for next week, but it's too early for next week. Therefore, it's not puzzle. It says, Laila ain't mechus Laila is not mechus It's not early. It's just the wrong time of day. It's the same day, though. Yo mechus All right. Okay, good. So that's his answer. It's gonna, what's the answer? We're saying now that if you, put, if, you were, if you did a mincha too early, you did the comets as soon as you put it in the klisha race, it's at nighttime. It's the right day, but it's the wrong time of day. Therefore, it's puzzle. It's got to be done during the day. You can't put it back because it's already been sanctified. It's been sanctified because it's the right day. It's just the wrong time of day. Whereas if you did it too early, a day or two too early, you didn't even sanctify it because it's mechus rizman. So therefore, it does, therefore the table, the shulchan, was not makdish, the lechem upon that you put there on Sunday because it's, uh, it's, it's, day, it's days early. So the Gemara is a good kasha. Okay, so what did you say? What's your solution? If you put the lechem upon it there on Sunday, wait for the following Shabbos. Wait a minute. But, but if, no, you're saying if you had put the lechem upon it there on Friday night, in the middle of the night, before daybreak on Shabbos, then it would be possible, right? Because it's the right day, it's just the wrong time of day. So wait a minute, but if you leave the breads there all week, right, you left them there all week, when it comes to Friday night, it should become puzzle then, because Friday night is already the day of Shabbos, just the wrong time of day. So like Mar says, when it comes to Friday night, it should become kadosh because it's the right day, it's Shabbos, but it's the wrong time of day, so why don't you say that? Why do you say you have a solution? You didn't say, we took out the word psula, right? He said, right, if you put the, if you put the lechem upon him there on Sunday, the next Shabbos, even though your makhdom didn't do anything, leave it for the following week, that's your solution. Yeah, but when you left it for the following week, the following Friday night or early Shabbos morning before daybreak, it should become kadosh and puzzle. Amravina, not even daybreak. If you, it's, uh, as soon as Friday night hits, that's the right day, wrong time of day. It should be Kaddish and Bikvassel. Um, Ravina, Shekhanam, oh, you, know you know what the solution there is? You leave it there the whole week, but you take it off before Friday night. Friday afternoon, before Shabbos, you take it off because then it would become puzzle and you leave it for Shabbos morning. That's one answer. Marzut, Tamer of Ashi, Amr, says, No, I feel Tamer Shalokhanam, like you didn't have to remove it. Since you didn't do it properly, he didn't do anything. It's like, it's like a, a monkey put it there. If a monkey put the lechem upon him, he didn't, didn't puzzle it. It wasn't done. It's only puzzle when you, you're makdash it. If it happened by itself, if it blew over, if the, if the wind took it and blew it there, that's not makdash it. Same thing with any carbon mincha. If, if, uh, uh, you know, if you're, you're not makdash an animal uh, by, uh, with shechita or with malik or anything, if it just happened by itself, it's got to be with the person doing it with kavana. So therefore, even if you didn't remove it, it's also nasikimishuzrikuf, and therefore it's not puzzle. Even if you left it there uh, until and and on and on Shabbos morning, on Shabbos morning, right? So it, it doesn't become possible. But then you would have to take it and put it back on. You would on Shabbos. You would have to pick it up and put it back on. Rashi says, And the Bach, Bach is uh, his Gears and Rashi is. Uh, you have to actually. We said we said if if you put it there on Sunday, it's like a it's like a, a monkey put it there. So on Shabbos, what do you do? You take it off and you put it back on. The Achsavi said, "Renu, now you're makdish it. You're makdish it at the right time, and it's and it's holy and it's and it's kosher." 
Right? Which is not that's the wrong time, because for puzzle, like we said before. That's how you explain this Gemara. So therefore, basically what we're saying is that if you did either Shita or Malika or Kamitsa of a Mincha at the wrong time of day, at night, meaning they're all puzzle. But if you did it, let's say you did it at the wrong time, uh, in the case of Lechem Aponim, where you did it days before, that didn't ruin it, but it's not kosher either. You got to just start all over again. It's like you did nothing. Zachal even Mikdash. We said the end of the mission said this was the rule in the mission. Mikdash that if a person, if a person uh, moved his bowels, he had to go into the mikvah. If he urinated, he, he has to wash his hands and his feet with water from the kiyah. So Bishlamer Raglayim Mishum Nitzotz. I understand why you have to wash your feet. Because drops could have, uh, you know, from the floor when he when he urinated, uh, they could have ricocheted and some could have landed on his feet, and therefore he has to wash his feet off. Elia dying my time, but why does he have to wash his hands? Amar Samaras mitzvah shave. The mitzvah is it shows over here that the mitzvah that there's a mitzvah to wash off the urine from his feet with his hands. He's got to rub them, wipe them off. He's got to make sure that there's no urine on his feet, and he does that with his hand. Technically, it's with one hand, but the medics are ready for two hands. That, that ricocheted or that, sp- that sprayed on his feet. Uh, he shouldn't go outside. Right? Why not? So the Messiah, this is a proof to Ravami, said, A person should not go with drops of urine uh, on his feet. He looks like a person whose aver, whose penis has been cut off. And as such, he's not capable of procreating. People will think that his children are not his own. That his wife had children, uh, she bore children from somebody else because he's not capable of procreating. So it's, it's, a, it's a person should not be motzi laws on himself. He's, he's motzi laws on his children over here. Because a person who doesn't have, who doesn't have a regular, uh, his, his uh, penis is not in order there. Uh, his uh, his uh, urine does not uh, shoot out like an arc. And uh, it just drips out. And if it drips out, that's what it looks like. If he's got urine on his feet, it looks like his urine just dripped out of his penis. And therefore, uh, he's not capable of procreating. Uh, and therefore, his children must not be his own. So therefore, the, the, that's the reason why he shouldn't go out there. It's not that the urine itself is so bad, right? It's that he shouldn't appear to have urine on his feet because it makes it look like a person who is not capable of procreating. Uh, all right, we'll pick it up from Amra Papa tomorrow. We can talk here again. We're talking about having uh, having dirt on his feet, uh, either from uh, moving his bowels or urine. Tomorrow we'll pick up with uh, some halachas about that tomorrow, Mirzah Have a good day, everybody. Kol Tov. Yeah.